Welcome back, everybody. This is Bill, and I've got Bob Hickey on the line again. And this particular time, I was debating which topic to talk about, and nothing was coming to mind. And it was about ready time to start recording, and I still wasn't no wasn't sure what we're going to talk about. And my wife asked me, "So, Bill, what's the topic today?" And I said, "I don't know. I'm waiting for inspiration." She said, "That sounds like a good topic." <laughs> I love it. I and agree with her. I, what would I do without Wendy? That's true. She's amazing. But yes, it is a good topic because how often are, is a creative person stuck waiting for inspiration? Bob, has it happened to you? Oh, yes, most definitely. Um, and I think it depends on the project, but you can, an inspiration happens at different points of a project, too. So, you know, you'll be within a story and run into a snag, and sometimes you can work through it. Sometimes you sit here and stare at the monitor for long periods of time. Sometimes you start something three, four, five times in a race at all. Um, so yeah, you can, you can wait for inspiration to strike, um, and you can force through it too at certain points in time. Well, let's talk about just first, about just waiting, how effective is just waiting? How long can you go before the lightning bolt hits you? And is that necessarily a good thing to be doing? No, it's not. I don't believe it is. I guess because I have so many different projects in the works as if something's not working on this project, I'd jump over to something else. And then all of a sudden, while I'm working on something else, oh, that's what I needed over here. I'll either make notes for that or jump back over there and make notes. So when I come back to it, you know, the ideas are flowing and, and rolling. And um, so, so one great piece of advice is don't be working on one project necessarily from idea to completion. No, but then, you know, you have some more than people. one thing going on, at least more than one thing percolating in the back of your head, taking notes so that you can kind of switch gears from time to time. I believe so. I believe so. And, and it doesn't work, hurt to work ahead. Like right now, I'm actually in the middle of writing two novels for the same series. I started so the two, main novel. you got two, type, two, two keyboards, two hands. You can write two, two novels. Two keyboards, right? two hands, two monitors, the whole works. No. Um, basically, there's the, the core novel. And I started it, and then I'm like, hmm. There's this character I want to really take care of before I jump into the main bulk of the story. So I'm doing a prequel novel. And the prequel novel is rolling pretty well. Life and having to work a day job and owning other businesses do get in the way. But it's starting to roll back out again. But I was stuck on the main novel. So I wasn't just waiting to fix. And to me... What what I needed to do in the main novel was a major turning point in the story. It sets up, to me, it sets up what the whole next thing's going to be, what the novel has been about. And that's the funny thing, is here I'm writing a prequel, and I write something in prequel, and it just clicked. Oh, that's what this is all about. I've known it. I mean, this is what it's all based, but I hadn't really thought of it that way. And I was knowing able, it and knowing it is not always the same thing. It isn't. And I was able to take that concept and now I can move the main novel ahead. But it's I'm still making notes over here because I want to finish the prequel. So and get it out in the first quarter of next year. 
But I think that's an amazing advice for a lot of people because they can get very invested in one project and you want to make progress and make that work. But sometimes you have to step away from it. But that doesn't mean stepping away from all creative activity. You can be doing something else. Sure. I mean, artists uses like their morning warm ups and stuff like that to get inspiration to figure out maybe some things that they were running into, whether it's storytelling perspectives or whatever. So they'll do their, I call morning warm-ups where they're sitting there doodling and scratching. And maybe it's with a ballpoint pen, something that you normally don't use. Just to change things up to get the inspiration to then dive into the daily's workload, you know, whether it's penciling four pages that day or, or illustrations for a book. And that's common for artists, but writers can use similar techniques, can't they? Mm-hmm. Sure. You, like I said, you can work on multiple projects um, or different things like here at Shellfire. I'm writing a couple of blogs. So I'll write a couple of blogs to get take away from the um, the fantasy work that I'm doing in the novels or in the comics. Um, it's a different mindset when you're trying to discuss with people and talk about creating. So that's sort of a break from what I'm trying to do over here, which is then be creative and try to tell the stories and and move things along. Well, one phrase I think I heard you use is work it out. I mean, Mm -hmm. when you're stuck waiting for that inspiration, you're thinking of stories, your things are percolating. But I know people, whether it's as an art approach for drawing a story or writing it, that they're, how's that? I've been talking to them. How is that story you're working on? I'm working it out. Okay, when's the last time you sat down and put anything, mm-hmm. you know, on a screen, on paper? And it's like, well, it's been months, but I'm still thinking about it, okay? I think you get stuck in that just thinking about it where your mind is circling in the same circle. And sometimes oh. you just literally have to work it out. I agree. Um, I've done that myself where I've had to put projects off because of other things. And, you know, in my mind, I'm always justifying it. Well, I'm just working out all the details and everything, but... Sometimes you just got to stop, open up the monitor and the screen and sit there and just do it. And you may not like what you write and then you might delete it and go back in. I've done that many times. Wait, but you're saying sometimes you have to put down some bad ideas? Yo, how many bad ideas do you have to put down before you have a good one? (laughs) But no, my thought process is perfect. I'm creative. Everything I write is precious. Here's what I do. Um, because I'm, I'm new to writing novels, as you know. Um, it's always been comics, and it's so much difference between writing for comics artists than it is for writing a novel. I will sit down and reread everything I've previously written every time. If I've been away from it for a little while, I will reread it. And every time I've gone in and edited. Um, and because of not being a novelist yet, and coming from comics, it's usually adding more details because I find myself lacking in adding enough details, enough to get it in your head what is going on. Um, well, we've talked about that where I've read some mm-hmm. of what you've written, and I'm like, Bob, I understand the main action, but tell me a little bit about more the setting and what people are wearing. And you right. told me, like, well, yeah, but the artist fills that in. It's like, Bob, <laughs> there's no artist this time. No artist. But that's the way your mind first works when yes. you're used to working with an artist. And and that's what I'm finding out is, is what I want to do is I want to go through and get the story down. And then I'll come back to it and reread it and start adding and writing out and 
doing more details to it. I, I guess most readers writers don't do that. But for me, it's sort of like first time I'm a writer, second time I'm an artist. And I'm going back in and writing down the details and more descriptions. And those might change when I'm away from it. So well, every writer has their own process. But I think sure. the biggest mistake as a beginning writer is to think that you, that the book that you pick up off a shelf, okay, even the comic book script that you read came from the writer's imagination to the typewriter and though in that particular order that you see right now, it's not the way writers really work. It is more what you're doing of assembling, putting pieces, then assembling them and polishing them and rearranging and adding where it's not. And when you try to write a novel as if you're reading a novel, yeah. it's never going to, professionals, the best professionals can't do that. And beginners put way too much pressure on themselves to do things professionals can't do. Oh, I agree. I agree. And I've myself, I've decided I'm going to write as I think of the story, you know? Um, I think you even mentioned that my storytelling is unique. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. I guess we'll see. But uh, if the story's good. It's good. Okay. Right. And if you, and you're reading it and you enjoy the story, it's good. And, um, but yes, you know, I think we came up with some good, you know, creative back and forth criticisms and oh, improvements, yes. but still, you know, but you found the way to make it work for you. And that's what's important. Right. Right. Um, I know one thing I do, I had read this somewhere is that a lot of writers and creators like try to read a book a week. Um, I don't always get a book a week done. Um, but I do try to read some every week and, and I, I'm either reading or I'm listening to audiobooks because sometimes it's a lot easier for me to listen to audiobooks. Um, this has helped me as far as um, inspiration, as far as seeing how other creators handle things and whether I think, oh, that's a really cool way of thinking of that and writing in detail on that. Or I'm like, wow, that's really long winded. <laughs> <laughs> and they filled up a lot of pages and went nowhere. And that's not what I'm about when I'm creating and writing. But that's so, another way of working it out of like, I know some creative people who kind of isolate themselves from all other creative things and like, no, I'm working on my project, mm -hmm. but it, you can actually slow you down to be too focused on just your project. Oh, definitely. Yes. So if you're only focusing on what you're doing, okay you're not getting that another perspective and you can't incorporate every perspective that you get into your own work. Sometimes you're just like, well, that works for this person and not for me, but sometimes it inspires you. Okay. Right, but also right. it gets your mind thinking in different creative ways, not in just the one unique path that's you, but to see how other people approach similar problems. Sure. And, and you know, I think the thing is also like if you're writing sci-fi or creating fantasy book is maybe not always to read or get fantasy books but documentaries are good um people are still telling stories and they're still describing to certain things and it makes your thought processes just develop and grow you can get inspiration from anything out there you just got to be willing to receive it and be open to it well when you say getting inspiration from anything i think too many people who are beginning writers in particular say they want to write a fantasy novel. They mm -hmm. look to other fantasy novels for inspiration. 
and that can be wind up getting a very watered down and re- version of a better writer rather than your own unique vision. Uh, and I think we've seen that with some of the different series and stuff that are out there that are taken from Token and Board of the Rings and these different things. You know, these are just watered down versions of that. And there are elements that it's not a fantasy novel unless it has certain elements. That's true. Sure. But when you say, you know, find inspiration in um, in a biography, you know, mm-hmm. in a World War II history book. Okay. You know, how, how does that relate to a fantasy novel? Well, you don't know until you try it. Exactly. And um, I guess because I'm new at this, I, I'm trying to learn and, you know, um, figure out how the best way to do it. So when I'm listening to books, I'm also lo- listening to, like, how this was put together, how the author, you know, broke it down and how he's sharing it with me. And I sort of do this with movies, too. Um you know, I go to movies and watch shows and stuff. A lot of inspiration. We just saw the latest Star Wars movie, and I absolutely loved it. And uh, I know some guys out there just hate it because they think they need to hate. But, but I'm always a lot out of there. Movies. How was Cats? I have not seen that yet. But no, no, no one has. So don't worry. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, it looks interesting. I just, I don't know. I, I don't know. But seriously, movies as diverse as that can still influence whatever it is that you're writing. Sure, sure. But, you know, it's sort of like I'm always open to what that person wanted, the story that that creator wanted to tell me, whether it was J.J. Abrams or or whoever, you know. Um, I'm open to that story and enjoy it. And that's why I'm when I listen to books. And But I am constantly looking at their skills and what what got them to that level. And the just the whole process of it all so i'm inspired by just absorbing as much as i can oh, i tell you what we just recently started actually yesterday my wife brought this up um a tv series called scandal have you heard of that it was on abc yes my wife and i watched it she was a big fan I, we did not watch it on tv because i think they did a horrible job promoting it you know, I'm thinking all oh, it's about relationships and stuff when I was watching the ads because it went for seven seasons. We watched the first seven ep- episodes yesterday. It is fantastic. It is the way it's scripted and set up and the way it twists and turns. And My 18 year old is into it. He goes, and it brings very good. Much real, it takes real world politics. The how the sausage is made look at actual modern <laughs> politics. Yes, it really does. And that is more scandalous than most things you would find on a soap opera. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. But they're, you know, a series that I truly believe they did not successfully promote. Um, uh, we just, writer, my creator. wife stumbled across it and then it's like, wow, this is cool. The writer creator had the opportunity to do another year or, or so of it. She mm-hmm. said, real world politics is getting so absurd that they've outstripped us. There were stories that we wanted to do that we yeah. thought, this is so extreme, no one will believe it. And then they saw it on the news and they're like, I give up. <laughs> oh, I don't blame them. Well, they, they got seven, they got seven <laughs> they got seasons and, you know. Okay. But, but we're talking about waiting for inspiration. You don't wait yes. for it. You're going out and looking for it and finding it. Now. And it's not all work. I mean, you're enjoying listening to books, movies, TV shows, but 
your brain is working on two levels. One is just, let me just enjoy the story that's being told. Yes. But there's another level going on at the same time of like, what can I use? What, what can I find in here? Right. Not copy, but, but inspire me to go on in my own direction. Right. Another thing about the progress of inspiration, does it all come, you have to work, you can't just wait until be hit by lightning, okay? But even when you're working at it, does the progress come at a steady pace? Oh, no. I, I, I think it comes in waves for myself and from other creators I talk to. Inspiration and, and just being creativeness can come in waves. You can just wake up and go, I can't, I can't get to the computer or the tablet or the paper quick enough and go at it. And then there's some mornings it's like, oh, where do I go? Why am I sitting here? What's going on? So you've got to run with it when it's there and get as much information down and then maybe learn some skills to make additional notes, make uh, side notes on stuff that then when you're not aspired, you can sit here and go, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do this, this. Okay. Now your notes have now inspired you to get creative and get after it again. So you can self-inspire a little bit. So there are times to take a break where it's just not going to work where you're forcing it too much and it's time to pull back true i think for art you can definitely see where creators have pushed through areas and then some of it's just like wow look at that so but the trick is not to let that break last too long that seems to be the ticket yes and you know it that's spin this right into shout fire because i think that's where shout fire is really going to come in for creators and keep people inspired uh, we, we're putting together a great set of instructors who's going to be coming out with different types of things that when you get that weekly newsletter, be sure to sign up for the newsletter and you can maybe be inspired. You can see an article about inking or an article about writing or an article about building that fan base. Maybe you created comics and you haven't gone anywhere or you see a podcast on your favorite creator or a creator that you've sort of seen but really know much about. And you go listen to that. That is inspiring. That's what I'm looking forward to do with Shoutfires to help inspire and mentor and motivate creators to get out there and draw and to create and to write. So this is a great way to, you know, to get you refocused, to find a lot of different types of inspiration. I mean, sometimes you need to take that break where your creative efforts are being wasted. You're getting frustrated. You need to take a break. I'm going to go out and cut some firewood. But then you realize, wait a minute, why do I have firewood? I don't have a fireplace. I need to build a fireplace. <laughs> True. And then, okay, so, and on and on where you're like, well, wait, well, wait a minute. Like, you're going too far there. Let's go, go back to shout fire, see what's going on there and get you back on track. Yep. And I think, you know, one thing is what we always run into is this is such an isolated business. Um, majority of us all work from homes, home studios. We depend on social medias and stuff for contacting outside of our little area so with shopfire you know we're going to have the private facebook group where you can go and share your current artwork discuss it talk to people um we're, we're going to be building in a uh, weekly call where we'll do q a's and chats it's going to be many opportunities to help people stay creative and keep moving forward because you can have a lot of supportive people in your life and they still don't really understand exactly what it is you're doing or or why it's good or bad or, you know, or why you're obsessed with getting this next great idea down on paper one way or the other. 
but you'll be talking to your people who know exactly what you're going through. Yes, I agree. And it's sort of like what we do is because we keep coming back to wanting to keep people motivated and creating comics. And I had a discussion with Bill Nichols. I'm like, why do we always come back to like sketch magazine and, you know, we create comics ourselves, but why do we want to get out and share that with somebody? It's just something we do just as writers want to write novels and artists want to draw uh, painters want to paint. It's just something inside of you that wants to share that. So we're, we're hoping to take our inspiration and inspire other creators. And hopefully those creators go out and share with other creators. If we didn't have people doing that from beginning, you could look at the history of comics. There were some great writers and artists that worked in isolation and there were others that took on mentoring roles and taught other people and shared their techniques. And if it wasn't for those rare artists, writers, editors who were really teachers yes, as much as they were creators, we wouldn't have half of the amazing talent that we have. Oh, no, I agree. I definitely agree. And, so, you know, some future talk we want to have is, is um, where people can take their illustrations and stuff. And, and I think we'll have to really look at how we can, you know, we, we take those inspirations and build upon and help them, I don't know, reach their goals. So bottom line for the, to wrap up this entire thing, don't sit there waiting for inspiration. Keep coming back to shout fire, find inspiration and inspire others. Yes. And never leave a project unfinished. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's set there for one week or sit there for five years. If you, if you feel it all of a sudden, get in there and finish it. I mean, I've done that myself and I'm getting ready to do that. I've got some projects I started a long time ago that I've actually been inspired to take in a different direction and develop it. So yeah, it's going to be a fun time. 2020 is going to be awesome. It will. Thanks again for your time, Bob. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, Bill. Take care.